Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, my friends out there in Radio Land. Thank you for tuning in to Off the Shelf for this Saturday. It's April the 13th. Heading off to file my taxes this weekend. I hope you all remember and make the deadline, which is April the 15th. Still waiting for the guest to dial in. Uh, so I'm, I'm still waiting for her to connect. Hopefully we'll hear from her shortly. Um, again, I want to thank everybody for tuning in, especially our loyal listeners, as well as our, our new listeners. Appreciate you both equally as much. But we're going into our 10th year, and I'm so, so happy for those who have been with us where we started over at um, uh, Rainbow Soul at Blake Radio. We started there initially, and then now we came over to Blog Talk Radio, and I've been here with is about what two two to three years, so all together going on ten years, and want to thank those who've been with us the whole way. For those who are tuning in for the first time, I want to introduce myself. As I always tell you, I'm your host Denise Turney, coming to you live from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and you know what they say about Philly? It's the city of brotherly love. And as always, I thank you for your support, and I encourage you, don't let another day pass before you pick up a copy of the dazzling new book, Love for Over Me. That's actually my latest novel. And what do you get when you purchase a copy of Love for Over Me, which you can get in ebook format for only $3? You get romance and mystery, friendship, high chase scenes, and a relationship between a father and a son. Not a lot of books really uh, that I've read uh, really focus on a relationship between a father and a son. But you get to see a relationship between a father and a son, how it impacts their relationship, impacts both the father and the son. There's a lot going on in the story because the son, he, he lives a lot of his life away from home, you know, after he grows up. But the connection that these two share, especially near the end, as you watch it evolve, a lot of readers, they don't care for the father at the beginning of the story. I mean, they don't like him at all. And then as you continue to to read the story, uh, uh, just sticking with it, you see how they evolve. And I think that's what, just like in life, when we live a good life, we learn and we evolve and we 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 change in some ways, although I don't think any of us changes completely. And so the same thing happens in Love for Over Me as you get to see the characters evolve and change. And when you see what, if you could read the first pages of the novel, or the, or the first parts where the characters are introduced, each of them, and then read the end, you would you would see the changes and say, oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. And and it's very slow, like in our lives the changes come slowly, but when you get to the end you can see them and see what wonderful changes uh and some of them might be with regret that the characters have made. And you might even reflect on your own life and, and, and that's what um when I write I just try to make it so that the reader gets so caught up in the story they don't think about themselves. But it's still working somewhere at some point, they may have an aha moment and see a connection between a, what a character is going through and what they're they're going through. But you can get a copy of Love Pour Over Me if you like mystery and if you like if you like that high pace on the edge of your seat. There are scenes that are you're gonna be on the edge of your seat, just flipping the pages. What's gonna happen next? What's gonna happen next? There are scenes like that in Love Pour Over Me. There's definitely mystery. And romance uh, uh, with the main character Raymond and Brenda, the love of his life. When when they meet, there's just so the pacing. There's just so much uh, in the story for the for these few characters. There's about five characters in the story, and you get to watch all the different things that happen to them. One goes on to play in the NFL. Raymond's also a, a, a sports standout. Uh, I, I think you're really going to love the book. And you can get a copy of Love Pour Over Me right now. You don't even have to wait. You can get a copy of it in ebook at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Google Books, ebook, etc. You can also get a print copy. You can you can get a print copy at a bookstore online or offline. Again, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Apple, or iTunes, Google Books, ebook it. 
and if you don't see it on your store shelves when you go into the bookstore, just ask the clerk for it because they can easily order for for you because all of my books are carried by Ingram. Ingram Books and Broad Art and Baker and Taylor, and they are the, some of the largest book distributors in the world, and they can get a copy of it for you. So please, 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 please go out and get a copy of Love Poem Me. You're not going to know how good the story is if you don't read it, and so you you'd be missing out. And I and I and I would hope that you would want to read it and enjoy a wonderful story and see what happens to these characters. Throughout this story, I'm still waiting for our guest, and I was so excited for her to uh, connect. What I'm going to do now, as I as I keep talking to, to you guys on the radio, as you know, I always tell you, keep it moving forward, even when the unexpected happens, when things happen that you're like, oh my gosh, this isn't what I wanted. Uh, we we have to. I've learned, gotta keep keep moving forward. I'm going to see if I can reach. Her, um, her, uh, um, the person who contacted me to tell me that she was going to, she was going to be here today. Um, so let her know if she's not dialed in yet. Okay, uh, please have her dial in. a message and I'm going to try one more other way to see if I can reach this person. Thank goodness for social media. Uh-huh. Huh? Sometimes if if you're trying to reach somebody and you can't reach them, you don't know their cell phone number, you don't know their phone number, you say, well, how could I reach this person? Let me try to go on the internet and see if I can get in touch with them. Um, thank goodness for the internet. Thank goodness for the internet. If she doesn't come on, um, I'm going to find some other way to try to give you guys something that can benefit your lives uh, while I'm here. Um, I'm going to try one more time to try to reach somebody. I can't, I can't. Okay, I'm just going out to the publicist. What I'm going to talk about until she comes on, even if she doesn't come on, and if any if anybody dials in and they want to ask me questions directly in regards to writing or any of my books, Love Pull Over Me, Portia, Long Walk Up, Spiral, feel free, feel more more than free to to, to dial in and ask me questions. I'm I'm here and I make myself available to you because off the shelf is like everything I do. My blogging at my business blog site, which is Write Money Inc. W R I T E M O N E Y I N C dot com, and my website Chisto dot com C H I S T E L L dot com. It, it, it sometimes it it it, oh, it I miss it because I'm I'm trying to you know get the word out about my websites and my blog and my books and I forget just how much when I'm writing and when I'm doing my work how much I keep the reader you in mind and how much when I'm doing my radio show and I'm doing the research for these shows, I don't just sit down and start asking the guest questions off the top of my head. I take time, and trust me, I take quite a bit of time to research for each of these shows and uh, get information that I can share with you that I think 
not only will it be entertaining for you uh, as you tune into the show to hear what the guest has to say. And we had a wonderful guest who was going to be on today. I don't like to say the guest name if they don't dial in because I don't want to put a negative perception over them. Anything could happen while a person couldn't dial in. They could have been traveling and run into some travel issues, uh, just like people's planes get delayed, et cetera, if you have to go on the road, although this is a dial-in show. They could have gotten ill. They could have had something come up in their family. In my mind, I never assumed that somebody just didn't dial in. Generally, things happen. Things come up, and then a person just is not able to connect. And I don't like to give out their name uh, on the air, although you can see it if you go to the to the, uh, our page here at Blog Talk, because I don't want pe- people to have a perception. You, none of us knows why somebody might not call in or visit or et cetera. It could be a billion different reasons why the person couldn't uh, show up. And I like to keep it to the most positive uh, uh, of something that just came up, and they weren't able to 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 make it, but it was a marvelous guest, and hope we could have the guest back sometime in the future if they don't come in today. What I want to talk about on today's show, and this is just something off the top of my head, for those of you who are also either writers or you're a small business owner, you're trying to some way, and and I think we all have a dream. You you you're trying to go after your dream, and in order to do that. Uh, a couple of things. I was listening to a a show recently. Number one, you're probably going to need a product or a service, a product or a service that other people will want. As I get more and more years on this earth, one thing is becoming abundantly clear to me is that uh, to be successful, well, what many of us term successful, generally has to do with volume volume of either volume of followers, volume of book readers, volume of people who buy your paintings or your CDs or your business products. It has to do with volume. In order to get that volume, you're going to have to connect with a lot of people. So that 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 is you're going to have to either find a platform where you connect with a lot of people if it's if it's if you just want to have a lot of a local success you're going to have to get out and attend a lot of local events. Again, most for most of us, I would eventually say in, in business or if you're trying to do anything where you're making money, having income come in, you're going to need volume. At the local, you just need a lot of local volume. If you're trying to go national, a lot of national volume. When you're starting out, uh, just to save you a lot of learning you know, I think one of the best things somebody who's already been, gone through something can do is try to shave a lot of learning time off if you would be willing to listen because sometimes we're just not willing to listen. We're just not willing to listen. We get a thought in our head. We're going to plow it, drive it clean through the floor, even if it never works. So just if you would be willing to, to listen, uh, a lot of times I think when we first start something off, and I can hear it when – uh, I'm connecting with people either over the internet, get an email from somebody, et cetera, et cetera. I I hear the enthusiasm, which is wonderful, and the excitement in in a person. But I can also hear some of the the fact that they haven't been in the ring yet. It's almost like someone who's never boxed. They've trained at the gym, or maybe they haven't even trained yet. They've just thought about boxing, and they've watched a lot of boxing film. And and before we dive into owning our own business, starting a bookstore, uh, which is a tough tough gig, as most businesses are, can be very very challenging. Uh, it, we we just tell it's some part of the brain that tells us this this is gonna be easy for me. I know other people said it was hard for them, but I'm gonna be able to pull this off. Very, very easily, and so uh, uh, the, the the first thing I would tell you is to leave a little room for the fact that you might be wrong. Leave a little room for the fact and telling yourself, I, I, I've never done this before. And talk to people who have who have already done what you're trying to do, 
be willing to listen. I cannot say that enough. Be willing to tell yourself you don't know everything. Be willing to talk to other people who are already doing what you want to do or or who are still doing it, but they've got several years under their belt. They're not just starting out themselves. So if you you, you look at thinking about starting a new business, not talking to somebody who's only been in business for a few months, but for somebody, talk to some people who've been in 10 years or longer. And and because they 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 know the ropes. So again, going back to the boxing analogy, if you're doing something new, you might be very excited, energetic. Why would you be tired? You haven't even fought one round yet. You should have all the energy in the world, and you can hear it in in people when they talk, their emails, the enthusiasm. I love that, but also there's that blind sightedness that that I, I can see, and so you you you. Then you get out there in the ring, and if you box, I don't care how great you are, whether you're a boxer or a business person or artist, you're gonna get hit. You're gonna get hit. We we don't we don't want to. We don't like to think of that, but you're gonna get hit. So you're gonna need a tough chin. You're gonna need you're gonna need to be able to take a hard, hard blow because uh, they come, they do come. And uh, uh, how 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 are your legs? How do you hold up? Under under a hard blow, because they do come. So that's why I say talk to people who are already doing what you want to do, who have been doing what you want to do for several years, and they've had success at it. Not people who are doing it and they've had no success, and they're frustrated and they're disappointed and they're they're they feel like quitting all the time. Not 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 that, but people who've had success. They can tell you, yeah, it gets tough. It gets tough. But they can tell you that keep going might be worth it, and and that's what can happen if you don't quit and if you keep going. Uh, talk to some of those people so you can know what what to expect. It might not happen for you the same way it happened for the other person, but if you talk to enough people, you you can get yourself prepared for the the eighth or ninth round of a fight before you step in the ring, so you don't go in so blindsided. So that's one thing that I would definitely say to you. The next thing is, again, and I think all of life is about this, connecting with other people. I think that's actually the root of life, communication. Communication, communication, whether it's through with us, with our source, but also that that isn't even, you're going to have to communicate with other people, period. So uh, um, communication, when it comes to business, for most of us, success to have financial success, we need volume. We need volume. So uh, uh, rather sometimes than saying maybe you say sales or whatever you want to call it, followers, sales, whatever, you need volume. If you're a freelance writer, you're going to need enough clients. You're either going to need enough volume of work from a few clients or you're going to need a whole lot of clients that give you just a little bit of work. But you need volume. You can get it. You can get it a couple of ways. Again, I gave you the example. You can get several clients. You can get a whole lot of customers. And each of these customers, once a month, maybe buys 10 to $20 worth of goods from you. Well, you, if you need uh, every month, let's say, uh, $10,000, you're going to need a lot of those customers. You're gonna need a lot of those customers, so that's why if you if you run a lot of sales, you put a lot of things on sale. Uh, um, you're gonna need a lot of customers at that low price. You're gonna need a whole lot. You're gonna need like a Walmart volume to 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 really make it big, and or you can uh, have just a few customers who spend a lot of money with you. And that's really a lot of times what happens with upscale luxury uh, businesses. They, they, I mean, you're not going to sell as many Mercedes-Benz as you probably would sell of a Honda, but you don't need to. You don't need to because of the, the pricing differential. You don't need to. So that, that's either go after – you can get volume a couple of ways again. You can lower your prices very, very low – then you're going to need a lot of customers. Or you can take the price up. And the volume in this context would be money. To make a lot of money, you need a lot of customers who just spend a little bit of money with you, but you need a lot of those people. 
or you need not as many, nowhere near as many, but the price, the volume and the price has got to be higher. And you need enough people to buy your products at that high price to meet whatever your sales goal is. So you got you got several ways to go at it. And then with the Internet, you can break it out. You say, okay, how do I get that volume? Uh, and you say, well, let me let me go to uh, so, use social social media networks, and let me see which ones I get the most. Uh, I don't know if it's magnetism or stickiness from the ones I get the better results from. For me, I get good good results through Facebook and LinkedIn over Twitter. Although last night I looked at one of, uh, a blog article I wrote, and I got some good attraction off of Twitter last night. So it varies. I can I've gotten a lot of good and I do mean very very good traction off of stumble upon. Um and I've got some off of Pinterest, but I I know the top ones for me. So you 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 say, "Well, I want to take advantage of everything that's out there that I can." Then you get on the the major social media networks and you see which ones really pull in the traffic for you. For some people it might be Reddit and Dig. You know, so some people might even still get fairly good traction off of MySpace. I don't know. But you you look and see where are you getting the most traction, and you really work it. But just if you want to just get some stragglers, you can work several, as many as seven different social media networks. If you are a solopreneur, it's just you. Now as you go after that volume, you're going to have to also take into account there's just 24 hours in a day. So you're going to have to start to prioritize. Where are you getting your best results? Work that the most. Keep keep stuff out there in areas where you get a few people who come in uh, here and there. But, again, your goal, what is your goal? Is your goal on social media sales or is your goal just to get start to pull in and introduce yourself to more and more people? Again, on you, you have to get clear about what your goal is. Is your goal with social media, press releases, etc.? Is it just to put yourself in front of more people, to put yourself in front of more people more often? If that's the case and you get picked up in local medias or national medias or regional, but you don't get a lot of sales, you shouldn't be frustrated. That could be a huge win. Because you may have been in, just been introduced to a lot more prospective customers, so that would be a huge home run. Maybe no sales, but so many more introductions. It would be a huge win. Same thing as a as a writer when you go out on the road. Get clear about your intention. Do you want to introduce yourself and your books to a thousand new readers? I would take at least. I would take at least like 1,500, 2,000 um, postcards, flyers, et cetera, and I wouldn't leave till I passed them all out because then if the people look at them, because some people might not, they just might pitch it, but for the people who look at it, you pass out 1,500, 2,000. I would imagine at least 1,000 people are going to look at the postcard, at least going to look at it. You've introduced yourself, then you met your girl. You met your goal. And I think sometimes we get a little confused or muddy about what our goal is. And we we do reach a 1,000 people, but we don't get any sales right away, and we get upset, and we quit. Get clear, get clear, get clear about your intentions, what your goal is. If your goal is just to, to take the first step toward building an audience, then sales should not be really – if they come, good. But the thing is to to get yourself in front of more people. If that's your goal, you may have met it and not realize that you did. And you might be down in the mouth that you didn't get the sales, but you did start to introduce yourself to th- over a thousand or more people, which is a is, is is huge. If you're if you're a real small business, now how do you stay in front of those? 1,000 people. That's where you get the newsletters, the um, it, it, directing people to your website and, and having content that's regularly updated at your website, uh, maybe having a blog or uh, some type of a community site. Uh, I know Ning has them where people, something where people either have to subscribe to it 
or um, a membership where you can keep your content in front of these people over and over and over again so that you don't just introduce yourself to a thousand new people and then never speak to them again. But you you make sure you speak to them over and over and over. Uh, if you do public speaking, that's great. The radio, television, or if you do public speaking, go into the same college at least once or twice a year. You you could be in front of the same maybe 100 people t- before they graduate from college eight to ten times. So that the, some kind of way where you're 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 build you're introducing yourself to large numbers of people. That's the first step. The second step: how do you stay connected to those people? And that's where social media is very beneficial. How do you stay connected? Social media is a quick way to introduce yourself to a lot of people, and then you want to stay connected to them. You you don't want to just say hi and then never see them again. And then you want to stay connected to them to start building a relationship, to start building trust. And then they may go buy your book. <laughs> and then they might, as they see that over over the weeks and the months, like people tuning in to Off the Shelf, that I don't push for sales. And I try to bring on guests and ask questions I, and and I've done my homework for for the listener in mind because I respect you. I've done my homework to uh, to research and get questions so that when the guests give answers, it's something that'll benefit you. That for the whole show that I'm just giving to you. Even like with uh, if the guest doesn't sh- don't show up, I could just say, "Well, I'll cancel the show." But I sit and I think, "What can I come up with for you, for you, for you? Something that you you can walk away with, um, that hopefully develop a relationship. That when I say that Love Paul Over Me is a good book, and I think you would enjoy it, you know, I wouldn't just say that. You know, I wouldn't just say that." So uh, 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 so then when I ask for the support that hopefully you would give it, you knowing that from my track record, I wouldn't just tell you it's a good book if I didn't think it was. And I wouldn't have published it if I didn't think it was a good story. I've written some stories that I said, you know, it's not ready to go out. Then I didn't put it out. Didn't put it out. Because I respect you. I respect you. I respect the reader. I respect the listener. So, again, as 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 tips things I've learned and I've interviewed oh my goodness not 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 on off the shelf I've interviewed mainly writers a, a few business owners early on uh, in the off the shelf and I would always be open to interviewing other small business owners particularly if they had written a book but on for magazines I've I've I write for magazines and online uh, businesses online etc I've interviewed. Some very, very successful business people, and I'm talking in the multi-million-dollar range. Um, and there's some key things they all say. There's some key things they all say. Number one, which I said earlier, you've got to do your homework. You don't you, to just jump out and say, "I'm gonna get in the ring and fight Ali or somebody," because some thought in your head tells you you you, you could beat him. That's just not enough. That generally is, I don't like to say impossible, but I would say generally that's just not enough. He's too good. <laughs> I would generally say that's just, that's not enough. That's not enough. And and for for most of us, when somebody seems that good or formidable, like most companies wouldn't dream of taking on a Walmart, you just, the thought doesn't even come into your head. But every now and then it does. Every now and then there's a David and Goliath situation where David's like, you know what, I've had enough of Goliath, and I think I can take him. So that 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 does come. But even David had he had been prepared un, unknowingly in protecting the sheep from the wolves and the bears and et cetera. He had been prepared. So you still have to do your preparation, you know, and don't let your ego drive you down into a ditch. You have to do your preparation. Don't tell yourself you don't need it, and don't say, I'm not going to listen to anybody. I'm going to do it all my way. You might have some hard lessons ahead of you if you take that approach. So talk to other business owners, and again, 
with the internet it's made things easier where you can network with people but i'm still a proponent of networking in person i'm still a proponent of uh, picking up the phone and talking to people uh i I still think that those face-to-face connections um talking to somebody on the phone it, it to me is even more enriching than emailing people messages on the internet personally i think it is so get out there and network once you know what you want to do and then you have to get clear about your intentions get clear about your intentions it's like if you're if you're working another job right now uh, because in business in arts in anything you're going to it kind of goes like a wave or a roller coaster you'll have real hot times where things will just be on fire hot and then it'll cool off and then it'll be hot, and then it'll cool off. And I don't know a business that doesn't go through it. The stock market definitely goes through it. I don't know anything in this world that doesn't experience that. It'll it'll be really, it'll go so strong, so good, and you'll think that's going to last forever. And this is where a lot of people get themselves in trouble financially, and they go into debt because they think that hot, hot time is going to be forever, and then they start spending and making bills at that hot, hot pace. And then when it cools off, they're in trouble. So it, 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 that's just the way it goes. So uh, uh, get prepared. Be clear about your your intentions, and take take those necessary steps. So the first step, as a business owner, as an artist, you've got to get out in front of people. I work in New York three days a week, right near the uh, in the Times Square, the Garment District area, um, and every now and then I'll see people out with CDs, just handing out free CDs, just handing out their free CDs, you know, and then on the CD they might have, you know, their name, their band name or their name as uh, their solo artist in a website URL. Anybody who will take them, they just just pass these out. And then this goes back again to the postcard uh, description I gave you. Uh, This is how MC Hammer got his start. It's how... I can't even name how many writers got their start that way. It's how you see a lot of people giving away their free ebooks. They don't intend to do that forever because how can you pay your bills with zero dollars? You can't. So they don't they don't intend to do that forever, even though the reader might want them to. The reader themselves wouldn't want to make no money. So why would they want an author to make no money? The reader knows themselves they can't pay their bills working for an employer for nothing. So neither can a can an artist. They you gotta have money to pay your bills with. So, um, but get clear about your intentions. So the beginning could be, I'm new, nobody knows of me, or I've been off the scene for a while and the scene's changed. So I've got to reintroduce myself. Then you might have to just give out free stuff, or or low low cost, low cost or free. That that's one approach. Certainly not the only one. But that's where the postcards come in, just giving out free postcards. You go to events, you don't get upset that you didn't make a lot of sales because the people with the the pe the people, if you're a book author and you pay attention, the authors getting the masses of sales are the authors that masses of readers have already been introduced to. The readers already know these people. They don't know you. And if you pay attention when you go out on the road, you will see that. If you start a, a new discount store, everybody's still going to Walmart. They know Walmart. <laughs> they don't know your company. So the first thing to do is to is to introduce people to you. And again, if you're on social media, so you don't quit. So you don't get muddy about your intentions and quit. So you don't say, "Oh, I've got I've only got 2,000 followers, and they haven't bought my T-shirts. What what, are, what stage are you in? Are you still in the introduction stage, and you want to stay in that introduction stage till you get 10,000 followers? Then just be happy when your followers are growing. And you probably will get some straggler sales in there. And then how long are you going to stay in that introduction stage? And then what's the next step? A step to say, how can I increase my chances of staying in communication with these people on a regular basis. So then your next step would be how do I stay in contact with them? 
Number three, how often do I want to be? Do we want to go back and forth? You definitely want to always make it so that somebody can always reach you if they want to. So I tell people, my website again, www.chistel.com, C-H-I-S-T-E-L-L.com. There's a way I can be contacted through my website. When people contact me and it's not spam, I have always responded. So that's that's a way to stay stay in touch with people. That's one way to stay in touch. You just direct them to your website, have a way they can contact you on your website, and not a very hard, laborious process. And uh, they can reach you. Again, just putting your email might not be a good idea because there are so many robots and spams out here that that's not good. If everybody was on the up and up and legitimate, yeah, you could put your email address, but because of that, you might want to put a form up so that, that you don't get spammed so much. Um, but just, again, the first step, introducing yourself. How many people do you want to introduce your company or yourself to? Then you don't get upset when the sales don't come during that process because now all you're doing is being introduced. You just want to get in front of people. Then you want to figure out, okay, I don't want that to be a waste. How can I stay in contact with the people I just introduced myself to. If you're fortunate and you like an athlete, uh, a Kobe Bryant, a LeBron James, etc., you, you you really don't have, all you have to do is perform well. And then the media will take care of the rest for you. They'll take care of keeping you in front of people. But it, everybody's not that, that like that. So you introduce yourself to people, then you figure out how do I stay in contact with them and how often. And you always make a way for somebody to be able to reach you 24 hours a day if they wanted to. And you respond back. You don't make people wait, which means if you have a Facebook page or Twitter account and somebody, you well, you could set up an alert also on Twitter so that you get an email when somebody reaches you directly and you can respond to them. On Facebook, you don't get alerts in your email uh, I don't know, you might be able to, to tell you when somebody reached out to you directly, but you just check your pages. You check your pages and you respond to people because that's, that's communication is the name of the game. <laughs> that's what the media is all about. It's all about communication. It is the name of the game. So to communicate, what do you have to do first? Introduce yourself. So you want to introduce yourself to a lot of people. You want to stay in t- contact with them. How can you do that? Let me let me get a Facebook page. Let me get on Twitter. Let me get on Google Plus. Let me start get on Pinterest. Let me get on uh, Stumble Upon. How do I stay in touch with people? Then you think, oh, well, they're only twenty four hours in a day, and I got a full time job, and I'm trying to get this writing gig going, or I'm trying to get my music gig going, or my painting going, or et cetera. So you say you can use platforms like Hootsuite, Buffer to set up automatic messages that go out to these social media networks. However, if you do that, I highly recommend that you actually go into these networks yourself, and and whether it's once a week, and you respond directly so people know that you're actually engaged and not just sending stuff out through some automated system. Because if you send, like on Facebook, anybody who's... Uh, of one of your friends or followers, they can see like every time you send a message. And they can see if you're sending the same message through Hootsuite to 50 different Facebook groups. Now the now people might start to wonder if you really care or if you're just, you're just doing that mass volume. So every now and then go on yourself. Go on yourself and, 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 and engage with folks. Have a real, real conversation, not an automated conversation all the time. And then you're going to have to create a price structure for your products or your services. How many people are you staying in contact with once a day, a week, et cetera? A lot of times we miss this with big companies. If you think about a major firm and if you take a public transportation or you just drive or you're driving to and from work or wherever you go, if you pay attention as a as a person who wants to get into business. Uh, an artist who wants to sell a product, then you, you're getting into business, being an entrepreneur. 
just think of one major company or three. It could be Comcast, Verizon, could be, um, uh, I'm trying to think, a Walmart, a movie, a new movie coming out. A new movie coming out might be one of the better ones to, to do. Think about how many places you see an ad for that one business, that one product. How many times you see an ad about Xfinity on television, on the Internet, on it's on YouTube, it's on a, a YouTube ad, it's on a, um, it could be right here at Blog Talk Radio on an ad, it could be uh, uh, on the side of a bus, in the, the ads in the trains. And when I ride the train, I'm like, and then I'm in downtown. And when I'm in New York, I'm I'm like, man, these big companies, I see how they pull in the money that they pull in. Their ads are everywhere. They're in the train. They're on the bus. They're on TV. They're on radio. They're on the, all over the Internet. Uh, and the money that they spend to market has got to be enormous. And they have sales teams. They get on the phone with people. They have sales teams that uh, a, a Comcast might market to large apartment complexes. The, the amount of work that goes into these introductions, into maintaining relationships, into staying in front of uh, an audience is enormous. And then we wonder why we don't have the same success these huge companies do. Look what they're putting in. It's enormous. So you, you, you again, you got to get introduced, introduce yourself, however many people you're going to be introduced to. That's that's your audience. And then and then if you get word of mouth, that's even better because now your audience is expanding. And so that's one reason why you could ask people. They say, oh, I love your book. Could you tell at least three other people about it? Could you tell these three to five other people about it? If you if you got that much out of it, you enjoyed it that much, and the people you like, you want them to be equally as entertained, to equally get as much out of it. Could you tell at least three to five other people so they can have that same rich, that same rich, wealthy, good experience that you had? Could you just pass the word? Just a matter of seconds. I saw a movie. It was a great movie. You tell somebody else, you felt good about watching the movie. You felt good about reading the book. You want somebody else you care about to have that same rich experience. So you tell them about it. You tell them about a hotel you stayed in. You had a rich experience. It was really good. The service was good. You want somebody else to have that same rich experience. You tell them about it. It's that simple. So then you get the word of mouth, and now your audience is expanding. However many people you reach consistently is probably going to have something to do with your sales. So if your sales are staying somewhat the same, you might need to get on another platform that you're consistently on where you can reach a broader audience. You can reach more people. It might be as a writer doing some writing work uh, and, and paid writing work because I respect anybody's skill, paid writing work where you the, the you're in front of maybe your work then is in front of um, a couple of hundred thousand people. Now your audience is growing, and if you can in your byline, just ask whoever owns the uh, the outlet, the magazine, or the online magazine if you can include your website in there, or maybe even a title of your book or the title of your CD, and just Watch what happens and just keep working it and keep working it and keep working it and keep working it and keep working it. It's ongoing because when you stop, your sales are going to probably start dwindling. So you have to keep it's, – it's ongoing. Look at what the major companies do. and they, they work with people in marketing and advertising who have master's degrees in, in, in marketing, and they, they, that's all they do is study this. They study the human psyche. They study how people respond to colors, how people respond to different sounds. They, 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 they've got this down to a science. They've got it down to a science. So look at how much work they put in. 
Look at how much work they put in. So to think that 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 any of us would have to put in any less might be an error. Might be an error. And they have people who work full time just pushing their products. As a solopreneur, you're not going to have that. Because if you only push your products and you don't have time to develop new products, if you just market your own books you've already printed, then you're not going to have time to write a new book. So it's it's it. This, that's why I think you're going to find large companies they're going to outperform a smaller place, just maybe all the time. They just have a, more people to put their hands in the table to introduce them to larger people. Uh, the, they they get in the media more, and they're just going to stay in front of people more. Again, volume. The root is communication. So if you're sincere about your communications and you sincerely and genuinely care about people, people should pick that up. It's it's there. It's it's real. It's sincere. It's not manufactured. It's not fake. You really care. You really care. When people email you, you email them back. And you, you take the time to give them a thoughtful answer. You really sincerely care. You really care. So uh, uh, that I, I, I highly recommend. Prepare. Prepare. Talk to other people who have already done for several years what you are trying to do. They can save you years of hard learning. Years of hard learning. So listen and be willing to accept that some things you think are so right might be wrong. So stay stay open. You might be wrong. Stay open and listen and prepare. I just interviewed a woman. She's worked with a, a guy. I think he plays for the Atlanta Falcons. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. She works with, a, I want to say, more media. I interviewed her for Madam Noor. I write for Madam Noor. And um, she was saying that. You got to prepare. She got her business off the ground after working several years in television uh, and, and in, for another marketing firm. And she said when she landed this major, major client, it was a sign to her to move forward. And she said, You better prepare. And you better be, be prepared to be flexible because, again, I told you about the ups and the downs. If you follow anybody's career, I don't care if they're celebrity, you're going to see those hot, hot points and then they cool off and then they cool off uh they can keep going i think earth Wind and fire diana ross stevie wonder i could go down the list that there was a point when they were i mean razor hot and they're not anymore but that you can still keep a good career going so when it's hot you don't want to then go out and spend bills like that hotness is going to last forever because when it cools off, you find yourself in trouble so be smart be smart Prepare. If you want a lot of customers, you're going to have to introduce yourself to a lot of people, period. It's, 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 it's no mystery that entertainers do concerts all over the place. That you, you, You're introducing yourself to people. There are people there who already know about you, but also introducing yourself to people. Giving out free CDs, free postcards when you're starting out. And even if your career starts to cool off, you say, you know what, I want to get out here and start introducing myself, reintroducing myself to people. I've got to get out of here. I've got to reintroduce myself and then start getting connected again and finding ways to stay in touch with people, which is why a lot of celebrities have Twitter accounts. And and you can keep that going, that that communication going with people. You need that. If If only 10 people know about your book, I don't think you're going to sell very many copies. And we can do all the magical thinking we want, like something magical is going to happen. If only 10 people know about your book, I don't know how you're going to get a 1,000 sales. So you have to get out here. You say, how many book sales do I want? How many CD sales? I know what is the the, uh, stat I heard. One to two percent of people are going to buy your product that you introduce it to. So if you introduce it to a thousand people, what maybe maybe what is that? A thousand. My math skills just went went on me. What is what is a thousand? Maybe ten people. 
10 people might buy your book. If you keep introducing it to 1,000 people, maybe 10 to 15 times, maybe 10 people will buy it. <laughs> and that's how, that's how these big companies, that's why they're everywhere. That's why they're everywhere. And so then you say, well, I want to sell 1,000 copies of my book. Okay, you better get in front of about 100,000 people. And maybe you, you get in front of 100,000 and you'll sell more than 1,000. But I think at best, I would stri- I strive for that. Because they say 1% or 2%, they're going to buy your product. That every week they tune in, maybe every week somebody tunes in off the shelf, and a whole lot of people would never buy one of my books. I don't care what I did. And, li- and they listen every week. I, I do stuff every week. I, when I watch PBS, I have given, donated to PBS. But they say, you know, you're enjoying our shows. Support us. And so I, I did once, I forget. And I, and I, I should make another donation because I love their shows. And I'm like, I, I show up every week, but I don't support them. So I, I tell myself that. But for all the people you you reach and you contact, it's like even you think about people going to church and then you ask somebody to step up and do something, and only a few people do, but a whole lot of people show up every week. So that that you could take that anywhere, and that same analogy probably apply. So if you want a lot of sales, you're going to have to go out and connect with a lot of people over and over because the bulk of them are never going to probably support you. They're going to come and get what they want and go on. So I, 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 again, volume. Volume. And the last thing I want to say as we come down to to the end of the show, and anybody who has questions at all is in regards to books. I'm on, um, I forget the company behind it, but I'm on experts for, for writers, and people will email me all over the world with questions, and I'll research and <laughs> send them links and, and, and answer them questions for free. I, just, I don't get paid to do that. But um, anybody who has any questions, can always contact me again through my website www.chistochistell.com and I get I get emails from people Denise can, can you help me I want to know how to uh get my book published what do I need how do I get an ISBN how do I get in, you know uh how do I get into in, in a, to, with a book distributor what should I do um some some legal questions they might ask me about around copyright, et cetera. And I'll take the time to answer the questions. If if it's something I feel that I have the breadth of knowledge to answer, if not, I might suggest to them, you know, you might want to talk to a good attorney. Some attorneys will actually email you answers to questions. If you don't keep coming back to them over and over and over, uh, they might answer them even off the, off the cuff for free. Or you can go to maybe a legal discussion form and ask the question and maybe get an answer uh, knowing that the answer might be correct in your situation or not taking that risk you know you, you'd be taking that risk but um, there are all kinds of ways to get answers to what we want but if you have questions around writing uh, marketing I've been doing this so long um you can eat, again go to my website www.chistelchistell.com and you have to fill out a form. I used to have an email up there, but then the spam started coming. You can fill out a form and then I, I will respond. And then any time we're doing a show here at Off the Shelf, you can ask a question uh, to, of me or of a guest or in the chat room. You can ask a question of me or the, or the guest and I will answer the question. Because my goal is I always think of the reader or the listener. I mean, if I was only doing this for myself, I should just talk to myself. So I'm 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 doing it for you. And I always want 
the listener to walk away with something, that somebody heard something that they said, I used that and it helped my helped me in my career and my business. It helped me to understand something or it helped me to stop being frustrated about sales because I reached 100 people and I got no sales. Well, then you got to maybe cast your net out for wider, further, in a different direction. Maybe you, you, you're, you're trying to cast your net out to the wrong group of people, and you need to cast it out in a different direction. Maybe you need a wider net. You need to, you need to wide, cast it out wider. You need to, uh, instead of going after a hundred, maybe you need to go after a hundred thousand. Because I, 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 I dare to say that if you had a volume where you were reaching 100,000 people a day, I don't see how you could not get sales. I think it would be impossible. So, again, volume. And then uh, not just one time, uh, as we come down to the last four minutes, not just one time major volume, like being in uh, Ebony Black Enterprise, uh, USA Today, Parade. I was I was in Parade uh, once, and millions of people read Parade. But just once isn't enough. As a radio station owner told me, just he said, just once is enough. He said, I don't care what show you're going, you're going to CNN, you're going to. It once isn't enough. You have to stay in front of people, and that's again where social media uh, comes into play. You have to, or a newsletter. And your website, but you got to find a way to keep your website in front of people over and over and over again. And having new, different content is one way, which is why I started a blog at my book website. Just keeping new content. The search engines love it and readers love it. They don't want to come back and see the same stuff over and over. So somewhere where there's new content, a tip of the day, something that's new, a quote, a, a cartoon, Something that people see that's different, new, that they'll want to come back and see this new thing, and you just stay in front of people. Those are those are ways to stay in front of people. You know, if you own a own a store, redesign your store maybe once every six months, or as the seasons change, just just all you do is redesign it. You don't have to get new products or anything. Just lay it out differently. It'll be somewhat of a new experience for people to keep the same shoppers coming. Interested in coming back in over and over and over again. There's all kinds of ways to do it. But the first thing is you you set your intentions. You get clear when you go out and do things. Am I just making introductions so I don't get upset if I don't get sales? Am I just making introductions? And then how big, how many sales do I want? If I if I expect that only one to two percent of the people I reach over and over are going to support me, then I need to reach a lot of people. If I want to make a thousand sales a week, I need to be reaching a whole lot of people every week. Because if you're reaching every week a million or more people, I you're getting a lot of sales. If you're doing everything right, I don't know how you couldn't, you because you'd be consistently reaching too many people. So maybe at the beginning of your career, you just go for the introductions and then start, how am I going to stay in touch with these people? How am I going to continue to make new introductions where word of mouth comes in? And we have actually finished another show. Even though I was scheduled to interview a guest, they didn't show up. One thing I won't do, i got to stay flexible and keep moving forward and keep giving you information that benefits your life, that benefits your life. And so as we come to a close, I want to thank you all again for tuning in to Off the Shelf. I love, love, love doing the shows. Please tell everybody you know about Off the Shelf. 11 o'clock in the morning, Eastern Standard Time, Saturday. Saturday, 11 a.m. Saturday, 11 a.m. Saturday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Off the Shelf, tell everybody to be here there's always something that will be shared that can benefit any and everybody so please tell tell folks and and, and you please come back on saturdays 11 a.m tell everybody you know tune in a live uh, off the shelf 11 a.m saturday mornings 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. I have to say this every time. You are so awesome because we often don't believe that about ourselves. You are so awesome. You are so amazing. You are so amazing you will never know how amazing you are. You're that amazing. You're that awesome. Go out and create a fabulous day for yourself. And please get a copy of Love Pour Over Me. Go get a copy of Love Pour Over Me ebook three dollars at Amazon.com. You can get an ebook at iTunes, Google Books, or a copy of uh, Portia Long Walk Up Spiral. Love as many faces as sold out. But go get a copy of my new book, Love Pour Over Me, please today. Three dollars to get in an ebook. You don't even have to deal with shipping and handling. Although my other books, I don't even charge shipping and handling for them. My print books. Please go support Love Pour Over Me. Go have a fabulous, fabulous day. You are wonderful. Bye for now.